Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. It's my hope that we're able to take the first step toward justice for the smart family. Uh, peace for the community and most especially for Kristen. This is something they've waited 25 years for. They've always suspected Paul Flores. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. There was major news last week in connection with a very well-known California case. Finally, after almost 25 years, a break in the Kristen Smart case. The 19-year-old Cal Poly student disappeared back in 1996. This morning, 25 years later, San Luis Obispo Sheriff's deputies arrested a former classmate of Smart's for murder, as well as his father as an accessory after the fact. Late 2016, we discovered additional evidence that confirmed that Paul was the suspect in the disappearance. In 2019, we interviewed several witnesses that had not been previously interviewed. The search warrants were sealed, which means I cannot discuss what evidence was found. We have not recovered Kristen. Uh, We will continue to focus on finding her remains. I'm joined by Shannon Handy, a reporter at KFMB in San Diego. Shannon, Kristen Smart disappeared back in 1996, actually over five hours north of where you are in San Diego, but this is a case that has attracted national, even worldwide, attention over the years. Right. So Cal Poly, where Christian was a freshman, is about five hours north of San Diego. Um, It's a very well-known college. It's a very good college. And where she grew up in Stockton, that's in Central California, again, several hours from San Diego. But because of how well-known the college was and just its attachment to other parts of the state, it became a really big story way back then. And even to this day, you mentioned it was a worldwide story. Interestingly enough, Kristen was born in Germany. So it just generated a lot of attention from a lot of different places. What can you tell me about her a little bit before we get into, you know, really the tragic story of what happened to her and then the investigation and then some really pretty big news recently, just last week. What can you tell us about Kristen Smart? So Kristen, again, was born in Germany, and at some point, her parents moved to Stockton, California, which is in central California. It's in the San Joaquin Valley. I guess the closest big city would be Sacramento, Um, and she was a freshman at Cal Poly. She wasn't necessarily that happy her freshman year. You know, it took some time for her to adjust, Um, but she still had friends. She lived in the dorms. Um, so this actually happened Memorial Day weekend of her freshman year, so towards the end of her freshman year. And she, from what I've read, really wanted to socialize and go to a party that weekend, and that's when this all started. What can you tell us about that night she's out and actually coming home with a few friends, right? Right. So she convinced her friends, from what I've read and the initial reports, to go to some type of off-campus fraternity party. And they started walking home, and one of the people that was with her that night walking her home was Paul Flores, who we now know is the suspect arrested in her murder. And so witnesses say that 
she was walking home with a group and at some point the group kind of separated and she was last seen with Paul Flores. So uh, she's last seen going home. A couple of friends split off and she's last seen with him. And then she vanishes. What happens next? No one hears from her. And it was reported to campus police. I'm not sure by whom. And at first, campus police did not take it seriously. They thought maybe she went on vacation because it was the Friday of Memorial Day weekend. A lot of students go out of town. So they didn't take it seriously. Then a few days later, when they actually started looking into this case, they heard that she was with another freshman, Paul Flores, who happened to live in the dorms right next to her dorm. So he was actually arrested on an outstanding warrant for DUI. They brought him in for questioning on this case. And I actually watched the video of him being questioned. He had a black eye, which you can clearly see in the video, and he had scratches all over his arms and hands. And even then, they still couldn't put two and two together, or at least didn't have enough evidence. He told investigators initially he got a black eye from playing basketball, and then he switched his story and said, oh, no, I actually got the black eye from installing a stereo in my car. So there were questionable things from the very beginning of this case. What can you tell us about Paul Flores? What do we know about him back then in college? So back then in college, again, he was a freshman. He lived in the dorms next to Kristen Smart, and there's no indication he actually knew her before this night. However, he had a reputation. He actually had some nicknames. Um, Girls referred to him as Chester the Molester or Scary Paul because they claim he was creepy and he was always hitting on women. And apparently the night they met was at a party and he was acting very creepy. Again, this is according to witnesses. And so that is what people told investigators, that he was already a bit shady, if I can say that word. Um, But also he had been questioned previously before this disappearance because he had apparently tried to get into a girl's dorm room, the details of which... I'm not really clear on, but nothing came from that. And so he already had some suspicions around him before Christine even came into the picture. What happens in coming months and years? Do they make any inroads? Is is Kristen Smart ever located? She's never located, even to this day. Um, Actually, a couple weeks after Paul Flores was questioned, investigators finally went to his dorm room and searched the room. But... It was summer break at that point, so cleaning crews had already been in the room and had disinfected it. So if there was evidence in the room, they didn't find anything because they had searched two weeks later. And so throughout the years, obviously, he was looked at. He was a person of interest, but nothing came from it. And it was really frustrating for not only her family but her friends because people always suspected Paul Flores. I mean, there are so many other details surrounding this, his Parents had a number of properties in the area, and an earring was found at his mother's house, which matched jewelry often worn by Kristen Smart. So there were things like that, that even with that evidence, he was still not arrested in relation to her disappearance. So years go by. This happened in 1996. In 2011, 
San Luis Obispo County got a new sheriff. His name is Ian Parkinson. And he made it his mission to solve this case. So he basically put new efforts towards relooking at the evidence that was captured then and trying to collect more evidence now. And he had a news conference this week when he announced the arrest. And he said basically in 2016, they found some evidence that made Paul Flores a suspect, but he would not say what that evidence was. But between 2016 and now 2021, they got several new search warrants. They even had a warrant to monitor Paul Flores' cell phone. They searched his property, his father's property, his mother's property. They searched a hillside near San Luis Obispo. And whatever they collected, again, they won't say specifically what they have, but they now say they have enough to charge him with murder, even though they have not found her body. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. So this extremely long period of waiting for her family and friends finally has this result just last week again that Paul Flores, is he's now behind bars. That's right. And not only is Paul Flores behind bars, but his father Ruben is. And we actually learned some additional details the day after they were arrested. In another stunning revelation, the San Luis Obispo County District Attorney accuses 44-year-old Paul Flores of not only first-degree murder, but also sexual assault of Kristen Smart. It is alleged that Mr. Flores caused the death of Kristen Smart while in the commission of or attempted rape. DA Dan Dow also revealed the alleged crime scene was in Paul Flores' dorm room on the campus of Cal Poly where Smart was then a 19-year-old student. These charges mark a major milestone. For more than two decades, three sheriffs, three district attorneys, and countless investigators have worked to bring justice to Kristen Smart. They also believe that Paul Flores' father helped conceal the body. Paul Flores was a freshman. He did not have a car on campus. So someone had to have helped him get rid or hide Kristen's body. And so it has long been believed that his family helped him do this. And the reason why several of the homes of the family members were searched is because it's believed people have theories that the body could be buried at one of those properties. So again, investigators say they have not located her body, but just the other day it was asked, hey, how can you charge this guy with murder and charge his father as an accessory if you don't have a body? And the district attorney simply said, it's been done before and we are confident we have enough evidence to prove that Paul Flores killed Kristen Smart and his father helped him hide the body. And they're still pretty tight-lipped about the evidence beyond what we know of, right? Exactly. Obviously, that's the number one question everyone wants to know. What is this new evidence, right? What is the smoking gun? We've been waiting 25 years. And he acknowledged, the district attorney as well as the sheriff acknowledged, look, we know this is what everyone wants to know, but the warrants are sealed. We can't reveal this. So much more will be determined in court. In fact, as we speak right now, uh, both of them appeared in court. Now, that's 
not going to, we're not going to find out the details today, their first court appearance, but as the trial moves along, then we're going to find out what they had or have uh, to convict these two. Let me ask you also, there's been some indication that investigators want to know from anyone who has had interaction with Paul Flores in recent times as well. I think that would be standard practice, but there may be something to that, right? Yeah. So the other day, the district attorney had a news conference where he talked about the case or at least share what details he could. And he asked for any new witnesses to come forward, not necessarily related to the Christian Smart case, but apparently Paul Flores likes to frequent bars in the area where he lives in San Pedro, um, as well as he used to frequent bars in Los Angeles County. And the district attorney said that they're worried there could be other female victims who he may have harassed or possibly assaulted. So it's possible from what the district attorney said the other day that Paul Flores not only committed this crime against Kristen Smart, but all those years on the run, he possibly was committing more crimes against more women. Let me ask you also, there's a rental house that comes into the picture at one point and a a really sort of disturbing aspect to the story. Can you talk about that? Sure. So Paul Flores' family, they own several homes and they would rent them out and this is how they would make money. And there was a tenant at his mom's house who had found an earring in the driveway that matched other jewelry that Smart often wore. So it appeared to be an earring that matched a necklace that she had been seen wearing in pictures. And that was given to the authorities and apparently they lost it and they never really did anything with it. Now here is something that's very scary and creepy. And this has been reported on several different news reports and you go online, you can see these videos on YouTube, but um, the tenant reported hearing a beeping sound at 4.20 every single morning from the flower bed of this rental home. And what's scary about this is apparently Kristen was a lifeguard and had a watch that would beep at the same time around that time every morning. And according to the tenant, the beeping sound was there for a few days after her disappearance and suddenly it went away as if the watch Died. You know, another aspect to this case is that it is it is so well-known, and a lot of amateur sleuths and other shows have certainly focused on this this case, uh, and in particular, actually, uh, another podcast that, I, that investigators have actually called out, right? When it was announced about the arrest, uh, some people were curious about a podcast that had started recently that looked at this case, and... The sheriff actually credited the podcast and said, you know, because of the popularity of this particular podcast, more witnesses came forward over the last couple of years, and that helped secure more evidence to lead to these arrests because basically what this podcast did is it brought this case to light again. Even though it's been a big case for 25 years, it brought it back to light more so than it has been over the past, you know, decade or two. And that's what really kicked this investigation into high gear, according to the sheriff. For anyone who's followed this case over the years, this is huge news. Um, And I started off by asking you about the geography. You're in San Diego. This happened over five hours or so away from from where you are. Uh, But I'm sure this is a story that's buzzing in the newsroom there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, people... 
knew about this case from 25 years ago. I had someone text me who went to Cal Poly and she said, oh my gosh, you're covering this case. This was the biggest thing to happen at the school. Um, there were security measures added at the school because of this case, additional lighting. If you drive through the area where the school is, there's billboards up, even to this day, that says, please help us solve this case. Um, her family has been very outspoken, Kristen Smart's family, and they came out with a statement after the arrest and said that, you know, this is something they've waited 25 years for. They've always suspected Paul Flores, just like many people have. Um, but they say this isn't over for them until Kristen's body is found. And the sheriff said he plans to stop at nothing to find the body, no matter the cost. So that part of the investigation is still ongoing. Shannon, thank you so much for talking to us about this case. I know there's just a lot to it and a lot of years, but the the big news, of course, of these arrests uh, will be interesting to anyone who's followed the case and people who are just learning about it now. But thank you so much for your time. Sure, anytime. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday, Monday through Friday. Be sure to subscribe to the show and give us a great review if you like what you hear. And if you'd like to learn more about the show and Vault Studios, check out our Facebook group, Inside the Crime Vault.